found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Friday. Late, late Friday, the seventh day of October. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Dale. I like that sweatshirt. You like that? Yeah. Where'd that come from? I, I got this uh, over the summer, actually. Is that right? And so I'm finally able to break it out. Very interesting. It's <laughs> <laughs> my family hates it. Okay, they absolutely despise this. I like it, but it's pink. Yeah, it is hardcore pink. Perfect for this month, right? Yeah, and uh, I believe tonight at the Logan Berry's game, it's wear your pink. So I'm wearing pink today. You got it, pink sweatshirt. It's really thick. It's yeah. like super hot. Well, you'll need that tonight. Yeah. Right now we've got a pretty good breeze. And it's a bit chilly with that breeze. But I appreciate it. Thank you. I I like it. I like this. So, Sam, on board with you. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) We're at 44 (laughs) degrees right now. Last night, I don't know uh, how many folks watched it, but uh, what a thriller, huh? Lots of uh, fantastic (laughs) offense. (laughs) I tuned in. It was the third quarter. It was 6-3. to And... um, (laughs) At that particular moment, Russell Wilson threw a terrible, terrible pass on third down. So there they go to punt. And then um, Colts get it. Colts look pretty good coming back down the field. And then it's just, you know, oh, sack. Oh, bad pass. Oh, loss of yards. Oh, time to punt. I'm like, I'm done. I... Matthew is describing... A game which featured seven <laughs> field goals, a dozen punts, 25 third down stops. Oh my gosh. Four interceptions and six fumbles. <laughs> what a thing of beauty. Wow. <laughs> but the Colts <laughs> went in overtime 12 9. 12 to 9. Wow. So the, uh, the Colts now are 2 2 and 1. Denver falls to two and three. So, um, <laughs> Stephon Gilmore batted away Russell Wilson's pass to Cortland Sutton in the end zone on fourth and one. Mm. They chose to go that way instead of uh, with a field goal, and it cost them. So the Colts uh, somehow managed to win, even though they... I thought this would be a dominating squad. <laughs> And boy, am I wrong. <laughs> it's just... What's the deal, man? Like, what's going on with this team? I don't know. <laughs> now, granted, they didn't have the running back, you know, Jonathan Taylor's yeah, out. Yeah. But he hasn't been doing much lately. I feel no. like, I do feel like the Colts' defense is fantastic. Yeah. I really honestly Gotta believe that. I think there, yeah. their defense is playing really, really well. That but, offense is yeah. like, just, what are you doing? Well, they're a team of walking wounded. They lost a lot of guys last night. So, we'll see what happens. <laughs> At least uh, another ugly game's out of the way. Right. <laughs> Five in. <laughs> Twelve to go. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of teams are cruddy, okay? It's not just the Colts. Yeah. There are a lot of cruddy teams You're out right. there. You're right. Tampa Bay's cruddy, and they've got, you know, the fabulous Tom Brady. Brady says there's just a lot of bad football teams right now. <laughs> he's he's yeah. not holding back. Right. There's just, it's been an ugly season. So who knows, as 
who's going to win this stuff. You know, the Colts, they can look cruddy, just terrible cruddy. And then, you know, they beat somebody like, you know, the the Chiefs. Yeah. In a cruddy game. Right. But then they lose terribly to, you know, it's, it's just a, I don't know. <laughs> but again, Colts defense played spectacular yeah. that game. I mean, if you give up nothing but field goals, number one, that says your offense is cruddy. Well, yeah. And the defense is doing what their they job. need to do. The defense yeah. doing their job for sure. So, man. Nothing but field goals. Uh, but you know the Colts after week one they got rid of what's his name the kicker yeah yeah because you know he missed a a field goal terribly and then had two out of bounds kicks yeah and boy they didn't wait long to get rid of him see ya (laughs) this um I saw a lot of kickers have been on the move this year you know I, 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 I wouldn't want to be a kicker and then it was like um what was it, the Monday night game? or Anyway, there was a game where it was tied, and um, there was a kick of 60 yards, I think. Yeah. A, uh, and it hit the left upright, hit the, uh, you know, the cross bar. The, 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 the top one and, and then the bottom uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. And then it didn't make it. Yeah. But, that you know, that was a 60-yarder. Right. You know. It's, it is funny though, because like, oh, football is a team sport. We get, we win together, we die together, and it's like, unless you're a kicker. <laughs> if you're a kicker, you better make those. Oh, they love you when you hit them, <laughs> you know. But, <clears throat> this uh, since President Biden took office, a majority of Americans have seen the steepest wage cut when adjusted for inflation in a quarter of a century. Researchers for the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas published new findings that calculated real wages, the effective income of workers when adjusted for inflation. Hmm. says a majority of employed workers, real inflation-adjusted wages, have failed to keep up with inflation in the past year. For those workers, the median decline in real wages is a little more than 8.5%. Taken together, these outcomes appear to be the most severe faced by employed workers over the past 25 years. I certainly feel it. I, I got to feel that everybody's feeling it. Yeah. Higher inflation can quickly erode the purchasing power of Americans if wage growth doesn't match the increases. That means households face a difficult financial crunch when attempting to pay for daily necessities like food, rent, and gas. Those on Social Security, I believe, got 6% raises this this year Mm. as they started the year. But again, that's not staying up with, you know, 8.5%. No. So. Gosh. And they say it's going to be quite a while before things get better. Yeah. So again, how do you fix this? (laughs) Well, you don't keep making fake money. (laughs) <laughs> okay, to to cover stuff. Sure, there is that. It looks like his proposal to uh, give those uh, with um, college loans a break isn't going to happen. Too much issues with that. It seems like, <clears throat> also, a lot of these companies are just jacking up prices. You know, it kind of just, it kind of feels that way. 
Now, are they doing it just because they want their fair share? See, that's the way I feel. Maybe they wouldn't have to, but they're thinking, you know, they're getting theirs. Why can't we? It kind of seems like it. You know, my my wife, she does her shopping, and she's like, you know, product X here a year ago was $1.50. It's now $2.69. So it's gone up that much because that just seems, you know, I can see it going up to, okay, $2.220, but it's like a whole like dollar 10 i mean it's come on thus the inflation you're feeling it you're feeling it right i'm just wondering how much of this is also a cash grab I, I don't by, by a lot of companies you know i like to think everything's you know a conspiracy you know i just uh oh sure so i don't know but you know i i'm dreading the upcoming winter I'm just dreading it. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, they're gonna they're jumping on there. Yeah. They're they're preparing us. Yeah. You know, they're and then you know, when it comes to this gas stuff, gas prices. Mm-hmm. You know, two million dollars a day that OPEC's cutting back isn't that much if you think about it. Right. But, you know, we've been and they threw that in. There there were refinery, you know, fires. Yeah. And there were refinery maintenance projects. Now that's good. That happens every year. <clears throat> it, it's just I don't get it. Yeah. Plus they can they can you know Hurricane Ian. Yeah. Got to close those down. Oh well, we, we can't we can't get it to where it needs to go. And then you know you've got the issues with Russia, and it makes for a very tense and uh, you know very uncomfortable feeling. Right. You know, actually, President Biden compared the current state of tensions with Russia to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Wow. Saying that Russian President Vladimir Putin's not joking about deploying nuclear weapons due to the war in Ukraine. And there's no way that guy's joking. Biden added that Putin's not joking when it comes to the potential use of technical, tactical, nuclear, or biological weapons. Mm. And that's just an uneasy feeling. He says, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know if he said it like this or not. I don't, I think. don't, there is any such a thing <laughs> to easily use a technical nuclear weapon, not end up with Armageddon. So either the story or they quoted him verbatim. Right. And I'm not sure. But that's an uncomfortable deal. Very uncomfortable. And, I don't know, it just makes you feel uneasy, even though you're living paycheck to paycheck, hoping not for the big one. In just three days, hmm. the construction of Florida's Pine Island Bridge, damaged during the hurricane, has yeah. been repaired. Yeah, I saw that. So emergency responders and the general public can reach the island. That's amazing. That is awesome. Three days. Yeah. I saw a video of the first, the first truck that went across bringing bringing supplies. Yeah. It was kind of cool. So that's a big deal down there. Proof positive when we have to, we can get oh, it yeah. done. Absolutely. You know, there's no doubt. Absolutely. We've got uh, some messages. We'll be back with tidbits. Surprise, surprise! Christmas trees will be higher. <laughs> we'll 
We'll check that and more tidbits when we come back. This is Tidbits. Friday edition of Tidbits. If you're getting a Christmas tree this year, oh. expect to pay more for pine fir and price uh, treen than you did last year. A survey conducted by industry group Real Christmas Tree Board of Wholesale Growers, <laughs> whose trees constitute about two-thirds of the national supply. See, big tree. The big tree companies. <laughs> Found 71% of them expect to raise the wholesale prices. Well, you see, because of uh, oh, early season frost. 5 to 15%. Some will go up 20%. <sighs> like for so many other products right now. They've been in the ground. Like, you're not... They... <laughs> Inflation okay. is leading to higher consumer costs. Yeah. See, it's really to the point where they're paying more for everything... So they've got, you know, I mean, it's kind of cut. It's like a farmer this year, how much they paid for various products. You know, it's just unreal. True. So with Christmas tree farmers, the uh, costs include everything from raw material to shipping. (laughs) One of the greatest concerns for Christmas tree growers is transportation. Mm. This year, Christmas tree farms say they'll, they don't expect any shortages. Harvest looks good. (laughs) Okay. We just need more. (laughs) So that's... uh, I've not had a real Christmas tree for a very long time. Same. You talk about an eye-awakening experience for me this week. Yeah. Got an oil change. Yeah. My 1970s brain's telling me this oh, could be... be like 20 bucks. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it used to be. Okay. Like $60. What? It was almost 100 Really? Almost $100. Dang. How long has it been since you had an oil change? Well, you're supposed to get them every 3,000 miles. Oh. Now, now, they put in synthetic oil. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, you're supposed to go longer on synthetic oil, all right? So I'm thinking... Have you never had the oil change in your truck? No, I, I've stayed every 3,000 miles. Okay. This was my 15,000-mile change. And how long have you had that truck? Four years. <laughs> so, I drove 22 miles last month. Really, and you know, hey, I don't, I don't need to, you know, right drive all it's over expensive. the place. It, it, it is know. really expensive. Yeah. Now I think I probably paid the cost. I probably should, you know, because I own it outright now. Yeah. So I'm not worried about you know the, and I should have went to the manufacturer. I should have. It probably would have been cheaper if I went there. So, again, I went to a zippity-doo-dah ah. oil and still waited as long as I would have if I, you know, because just, you know, my luck, there's a car turning all from the other direction in front of you. They're going to get their oil changed, too. They oh. were thinking just like you. Absolutely. And both bays were already occupied. Right. So then you sat there and, you you know, 
then when you finally it's just you still waited right did they come bring you various pieces of your engine to you <laughs> everything checked out all right uh this is your uh blah, blah, blah. now i should have said so i could have saved three bucks if i would have said yeah i know the window wash is low hmm. so i got charged three bucks for window wash <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's just a rude awakening when you you know with oil prices the way they are, of course, this is a synthetic. So I'm going to, I'll probably go 5,000 miles. So that means I won't need an oil change for two and a half years. So this comes in from our, our friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, our good friend, uh, Jeff Smith. Okay. I just paid 60 bucks at the dealership for an oil change. And that, that tracks with what I usually pay. Yeah. About 60. Why did I do what I did? I, you tell me, Why man. did I make that stupid decision? You tell me. It was costly here, right? It was. Costly. Now I'm trying to live off prickly pear cactus bushes <laughs> like Yul <Yo> Gibbons. It's <laughs> out there foraging. <laughs> You've seen these people with the extremely long nails? Yes. This lady from Minnesota hasn't cut hers in 22 years. Did we talk about her recently? Yeah, I think so. Now they're going through the issues. She goes through, like, zipping up her britches, opening cans, using the bathroom. See, you got, you know, since they don't fit in the stalls of a public restroom. Her nails are so long. Now, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to live life like this? <laughs> Seriously. I just don't get that. And they're ugly. Yeah, and I know we've had this story about her recently. Yeah, they're 40 feet can collectively yeah in length 42 feet she told guinness see they're ugly yeah, they're like yeah i would want it yeah I don't know. No. it takes four to five hours to paint them and she uses 15 to 20 bottles of nail polish what do you do so do you if would you just get a can of spray paint and just <laughs> it'd be quicker <laughs> she could become an advertiser yeah for uh, Krylon. There you go. <laughs> I just, I don't get why anybody on earth would want to do that. 42 feet no. collectively. The size of a school bus. Come yeah. on. And they're just, you know, nails when they get longer, they get gnarly and they're ugly. Ugh. They're just ugly. And finally, here's a guy from Massachusetts <laughs> that used Mr. Clean magic erasers, <laughs> predators and other items to turn $1 bills into 100. State agents had been conducting an investigation into the source of older-style bleached counterfeit $100 bills in the greater Boston area. Officials said they were able to analyze cell phone records to track down a specific address of an individual in contact with multiple passers of counterfeit currency. They then found trash bags on the sidewalk near the Quincy house that included numerous Epson 220 inkjet printer cartridges, rubber gloves, and Mr. Clean magic erasers. Hmm. Clippings of bleached $1 bills reprinted with an older-style $100 image and shredded paper with images of the $100 bills. Those notes included serial numbers and backplate numbers that match a significant amount of counterfeit $100 bills received in the course of the investigation. Victor Cardona, 
has uh, pled guilty to a count of counterfeit. He's scheduled for sentencing January 10th. That's a lot of work, ain't That's it? That's a lot of work. <laughs> wow. But, you know, I mean, does he keep I, the same – does he keep Washington on the front? I don't know. Because that'd look odd. It would look odd. You know. So are you actually changing all of that? I mean – Or are you just bleaching everything and then running it through your printer? You know what I mean? <laughs> And how many Mr. Clean Magic erasers do you need? I've used those in the past, and they're not a miracle. <laughs> they're really not. Okay? They got that weird texture. You really got to scrub. You got to really get in you there. Know. <laughs> so is that how they did it back in the old-timey days? They they bleached them out, and somehow, I don't, I don't know. That just seems like an awful lot of work rather than just printing fakes. You know, so... Plus, you got a dollar investment. You know, you're using dollars. There is that. Okay, so. You got singles in there. (laughs) You're not making fresh paper. Right. So there you go, Matt. You got weekend plans? Do I? Going footballing tonight? Yep. Going to game tonight. They've been playing very well, the Berries. I think I got a really good team. So you'll uh, catch a little football tonight. You've got a great sweatshirt for the weather. I do. And then a weekend ahead. For me, it'll be my usual routine. Okay. No more than three miles driven <laughs> on the truck. <laughs> What's yeah. that equal for my mileage? A hundred dollar oil change. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too, buddy. And uh, we'll do it next Monday. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.